Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for this special unscripted episode. We literally do not have any scripts. We have not prepped anything. No notes, nothing. No. So what are we doing, Tori? We are chatting about a super (laughs) exciting event we recently went to, which was Bluey's Big Play Live. Yay, Bluey Live. Bluey Live. Oh my gosh, finally. Finally, it's been here in the U.S. for quite some time, Uh but it finally made its way here to Orlando, and we went and we took the kids to it, Mm -hmm. and at the time that it was announced, it was like almost like a year, like it was like a year, like a year ago, that I was like, I know the kids are going to be like a year older, hopefully they're still in that like bluey zone, but we're doing it, we're going to go see it for the pod, (laughs) we're taking the kids. And I was so jazzed. I was so excited. I had so many people message me when they were like advertising tickets went on sale. Like, do you know about this? Do you know about this? And of course, I was like, oh, yes, Sharon already got us tickets. Yes. Not only did we get tickets, but we also sprung to do the VIP. Splurge. Splurge. I was like, of course. Like, why would I not want to meet Bluey? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean... The, the thing itself was for the kids, but it was also for us. So cute. Um, and I'm so happy that we did it. It was they, so fun. They both had so much fun. Well, the play itself, I have to admit, I was pretty impressed because, honestly, I was expecting just, like, the characters, like, in, you know, costumes, like, people in costumes walking around the stage, almost like a meet-and-greet character at Disney. Yes. So I was expecting that. So when they came out and it was actually, they were like puppets. Yes. It was kind of like um, if you've seen like Lion King on Broadway where there's like a full standing human and there's a puppet in front of them and they're like manipulating the puppet. It was that style. So I was like, oh, this is fancy. (laughs) Like it was, it was more artistic, I'd say, than I expected. And it opened on... um, like the bird puppets coming in. Oh my in. gosh, so the good. The opening beginning. was beautiful. Yeah. So um, I was pretty impressed overall with like the um, like the showmanship and like the type of show it was. It was a little fancier than I anticipated. I tried really hard not to watch too many things or watch any reels or look at too many photos to really have it be the first time I understood the story. Mm-hmm. So I tried very hard because obviously it had been out in Australia before it came to the U.S. to do the tour. Right. So there was a lot of information about it, and I was just trying to be like, la, 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 la. No spoilies. As much as possible. And I felt really good about the whole show. Uh-huh. As you said, the opening was magnificent with the birds and, you know, doing different things. And well, then... it felt like they really anchored it yes. in Brisbane, which is nice. And like yeah. in the location in Australia, which I, I which felt very authentic. Um, so that was kind of a nice th- setting at the beginning. I thought yeah. that was important. Yeah. So we, we got there. So the play was at the Dr. Phillips Center here in Orlando, which is downtown. It was literally the same stage I watched Hamilton on. <laughs> So, like, it's the legit theater like in the Orlando. Like, the legit th- theater in Orlando. Yes. yes. And it was it was great. It was so busy. So busy. A lot of Bluey fans in Orlando. 
Yeah. So obviously there was a lot of families, but there was quite a few people that I saw that were there without children. We saw some adults. Yeah. We no saw, kids. Yes. With some really lots of cool, bluey, different t-shirts and stuff. We wore our Free Life pod shirts. The people watching was amazing. It was. The outfits and the shirts, lots of custom shirts. Do you want to talk about the Taylor Swift one you saw? Oh, my gosh. So I had to go up to this lady who is in line for the merchandise. And can I just tell you? Holy line, <laughs> Batman. The line was so long. The they literally had line. It, they literally had to stop it. And there was like a gap in between the lines so that people could literally go up the stairs. The merchandise line wrapped. was off the chain. It was insane. It was banana. So we arrived probably about a half an hour, 45 minutes mm-hmm. beforehand. We didn't get there super early. Um, we had some other things going on, but we all carpooled. We went there together. And the line was super long. But one of the ladies that was standing in line, I had to go up to her because her shirt looked like the Taylor Swift era's shirt. But instead, it was all the different bluey characters and the different colored boxes. And I was like, I love your shirt. I, li- I totally get what it's like inspired by. She's like, thank you. And she was, you know, she was probably late 20 something. Yeah. It was awesome. And I, awesome shirt. Yes. It was really cool. And there was lots of tons and tons of people there. Yeah. So if we were willing to wait in the long merchandise line, was there something you would have purchased? Oh, the asparagus <laughs> wand That's what I was fan say. thing was That's, so funny. That's exactly what I wanted to. Yes. There was a glow wand that was an asparagus wand and it yes. had a glow spinner on the end oh and it was gosh. amazing. So funny. We just didn't, we just didn't, you know. Have the time. Yeah, so. it was too. That line was <laughs> that insanity. Was, yes. Oh no! Quick, bingo! Get the thing of thing. Let me up! Let me out of here! Do a thing! Ring! Yeah! Telephone. Absolutely craziness. We did get some snacks for the kids though and they had this great thing they had popcorn but then they had different colored blue m&ms inside the popcorn so they were like oh bluey came by and sprinkled some stuff into the popcorn so the kids got a popcorn we went and we um went into the theater and of course the kids wanted to go down by the stage and we kind of like walked around talked to a bunch of people and stuff beforehand um and then you know it got quiet. Oh, can we stop real quick? Our kids were directing other people to their seats. <laughs> okay. So you and I got to tell the full story. Okay. We abandoned our children. Okay. We could still see them. They were right there. They were like five rows up from where we were at. So, of course, we went and took pictures of just like, selfies. Yeah. With the stage. And the kids are like, nah, we're fine. Cool. We're just going to sit here and eat our popcorn. And so we look back and they're directing people to their seats. <laughs> They were so funny. They're like, oh, no, row four. That's that way. And they're like helping people find their spot. It was Mm -hmm. hilarious. So this was the first show I've taken at like a Broadway show or, you know, stage show that I've taken my son to. So this was like his first experience in that theater or with any of that type of stuff. But apparently he knew where all the seats were. Like genius, genius, Charles. Hilarious. Well, it's funny because uh, the following week I took Charlie to Disney on Ice. Oh. So when I was like, oh, we're going to Disney on Ice. And she's like, well, what is this? And it's total coincidence happened to be the week after Bluey. So I was like, um, oh, you know how we just went and saw Bluey on stage? It's like that, but it's with Disney princesses. Like just a loose to have her understand yes. what we're going to see. The second we get there, she's like, 
this is not where Bluey was. This is not the type of stage Bluey had. It was like everything was compared to Bluey. It was like, so okay, funny. You're like, maybe a bad comparison. Bad comparison, but it was funny. Everything was compared to Bluey show after mm-hmm. that. Uh, so it it started, the lights go down, the kids laughed at the whole first section where the Ibis came out and the beginning part of it. And my son was like, oh, that looks like Bluey Street. Oh, and, but then he was like, why is there a thing attached to the cloud up there? And I had to be like, well, that's because it's like on the stage and, you know, yeah. it's not actually floating in the sky. And there's a little bit of that. But I was super impressed with how into it the kids were. Yeah, absolutely. And I had seen a couple things online where people were like, it's only 45 minutes long or it's not long enough or it's did I felt like it was the perfect length. It was the perfect length because let it me tell the you, length. the second half of Disney on Ice, those kids were not paying attention. It no. was too long. So I thought Bluey did a really good job on the length of time. Well, here's the thing. Kids are also very used to seeing the episodes, which are only seven minutes. <laughs> good point. Right? Yeah, so, so you're true. also used to watching a seven-minute episode that goes through with the entire arc and ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like 45 minutes. So I thought that they did a really good job. And this is where we're going to get into spoilers. So I'm just going to leave it here. <laughs> I definitely highly recommend that if you get a chance, you go see the show. If you're going to see the show, and depending on how much it is, and you can afford to sit in the lower kind of bowl area, I would definitely recommend that as well versus being up on like a high balcony or something. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain why in the spoilers, but I just want to give everyone a minute or two <laughs> to hop off if you don't want any spoilers for the actual show itself. Okay, and we're back. So I thought it was I thought it was perfect and the fact that they broke it up with like a dance mode kind of piece with Chatter Max and they had all the kids dancing. Mm-hmm. And then there was that other part where they kind of broke it up and had the kids following along doing what Bingo and um, Bandit were doing. Mm-hmm. So I think they did a really good job of having the story and then having some sort of action, which then engaged the kids again. Yep. Because if you have children just sitting there staring at something for too long, they just... You lose them. You lose them. I mean, they're just, they're young. They don't have this kind of attention span, right? Mm -hmm, So I do think that they did a really great job infusing those moments of having everyone doing stuff to re-engage the kids. But I would not have I was like starting to wonder. I was like, how long is like is my son I kept looking at my son like is he still engaged? Is he are they still paying attention? And they they were. They did a great job. I loved the beginning when they literally acted out the intro to the show. Oh my gosh. So they play the game. So as we all we've talked about before, the intro not everybody realizes, but the intro to Bluey is a game. It is a game. And I did, there was an article that happened in some sort of magazine recently where they were essentially saying that, like, it's a game uh-huh. and not everybody has realized this. People don't realize it. People don't I realize it. it now. And people are like, oh my God, they don't, you know. So I did, and it all ties back. I did a reels saying, hey, there's this article. It is in fact a game. Some people call it this. Some people yeah. call it this. 
the response that I have had on Instagram to this <laughs> is bananas. And not like the amount of people that are watching the reels, but the amount of people that have commented either, oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Or how do people not realize that? Just for the record, the first time on this podcast that I realized it and I said it's a game, you were like, yeah, duh. <laughs> well, I mean, I had seen it a lot. But there are, it's very divided. And people are like, I mean, I've had to remove some posts because people have gotten very um, negative and been like, how do people not, blah, blah, like, da da da. Oh, wow. And so I've, I've removed one people. or two. I know, seriously. I mean, like, calm if, down. You, if you didn't play it as a kid, if you're not paying attention to it, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't catch it. But what I loved, like you said, in this, they did an extended, like it was specifically called out, let's play this game. Yeah. And in the intro, the people lose or get kicked out in a certain order. Yes. And then Bluey wins the game. And that's why they go Bluey at the end. So in the stage show, they do it in a different order. Multiple times. Multiple times. So you watch them play this game multiple times. Yeah. Bingo wins. And then Chili wins. wins. Bandit yeah. wins. So then the very last time they play the game, in which, spoiler, Bluey's going to win. Yeah. What They actually start playing the music, and then they bring out the names. So it's just so like, it's like literally a live version of the intro. And then it's like, Mom! Dad! And they have like the big letters on the, the stage. The letters call them out. great. It was so fun. So you literally watch them play this game like three or four times. But then the last time, it's like the actual intro. And that was the kickoff to the show. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Did Brilliant. You, did you catch that while they're doing all the versions, one of, I can't even remember who it was, if it was mom or dad goes, so are we just going to keep playing this until you win? To Bluey? <laughs> and she goes, yes. And then that's when they kicked off the actual, the actual intro. one. Yeah. So it was funny because so I had smart. just done that reels. My husband was actually the one that forwarded me the article about people still not understanding it's a game uh-huh. or not recognizing that it's a game right away. And then we see this and it's like, well, yeah. I mean, when you see it in that form. Yeah, right? it's like really obvious. obvious. Yeah. What did you think about? So the the whole thing of the episode is that dad is trying to read something on his device. And the girls don't want him to be on his device. They want him to play with them. And so they steal the phone and they hide it different places. And then obviously Bandit's coming to look for it. And then they have to find different ways to keep him from getting the phone. Um, what did you think about the actual story? Didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we know I don't like uh, tech shaming or phone shaming episodes yes because i'm sorry my phone is part of my life it's not just me watching a stupid show i could be banking i could be working i could be putting the heat on my pool i could be running my vacuum cleaner like the number of things i could be doing if i'm looking at my phone is at this point crazy astronomical so don't shame me for looking at my phone with all of that set aside it was a super cute story. It was like, I, I really liked how it felt very classic bluey. Yeah. So did I love the plot? No. But can I set it aside and still enjoy it? Absolutely. And I do have to say, I feel like Bandit's reason for looking at his phone was very valid. It was legit. It had to yeah. do with the neighbor. Lucky. Oh, Lucky's dad. Yeah, Lucky's dad. Who, uh, was concerned yes. that they had, what was the, was it? There were some Nits? sort of bugs. No, bugs. It was a the, bug. Yeah, in the grass. Millworms? I maybe it, there was some sort of specific bug name, 
um, in the grass and he needed to look up like what to do. It was like lawn care yes. to make sure that there were no bugs in the yard. Yeah. So that's what he was trying to look up on the phone. Mm-hmm. So I do. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like eh, on the whole phone thing. I think it was a good device to get them going from room to room. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that from a plot device standpoint, it's a good thing. Uh, I what I did like is that it's interesting. Again, it this play debuted quite a while ago. And since then, we've had quite a lot of season two. So there was a lot of season one references. It felt very season one. It was very season one with some of the games that they played. Yeah. With some of the songs that they did. It was very focused more on kind of a bridge between season one and season two. Yeah. So I do feel like we've progressed quite a lot since then. But I think that for the kids in the audience, they didn't care because they're very classic things. So like the Chattermax, oh my God, my son loved when so Chattermax excited showed up. The and then they had and then they had the disco ball and everybody's dancing and they did the Chattermax song. Which was also funny because right around this time, at least here in the US, the second album for Bluey dropped. It's called mm. Dance Mode. And Chattermax is very front and center and there's actually a Chattermax song on the new album. So to me, it was, and I, you know, my we've listened to it in the car and stuff. So it's just like, oh, more Chattermax. Yay. So that was fun. I loved seeing the grannies. Oh, yeah. The grannies coming in was super fun. Although, like, they kept whacking the adults. And the adults <laughs> kept, like, whack, like, you know. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if, like, that, like, they did it a lot. That was, like, an extended scene of the grannies kept running into Bandit and Lucky's dad and like they would yeah. fly one way or the other. Was they, like, yeah, and they, I don't think we need to be teaching our children to run in with <laughs> run into us with like cars. Yeah, they didn't have the grannies puppets. They had a car with them in it. Yep. So it basically they could only do things with the grannies in the car. Yeah. So they were a little limited probably on yeah. plot devices there. I did the like the, so another callback to season one, the very first episode, Magic Xylophone. So that was another game that they kind of played. Mm-hmm. So there was multiple small games within the episode. Mm-hmm. And I did like the Magic Xylophone, them dressing banded up the same yep. way that they did in the Magic Xylophone episode. So that mm-hmm. was really cute. I took a lot of fun pictures of that. My son kept laughing. So he thought that that part was great as well. Yeah, that was super fun. And then I liked all the gnomes. I like seeing the gnomes in the garden. And Lucky's dad, I thought that was great. (laughs) Because, of course, if they're going to have one character that's not the healers that's going to be in this play, they're going to do Lucky's dad. We did cheer a lot for Lucky's dad. We did cheer very loud. Lucky's dad, can you give us a hand with something? Yeah, no worries, Bluey. I didn't know this was the something. Hard enough, Pat. But I don't know how to deliver a baby. I thought you grew up in a farm. We grew sorghum. Speaking of cheering, I was a little upset. At the very, very beginning, Chili comes out and I'm like, woohoo. And I cheer really loud for Chili. I was the only person in the whole theater that cheered. <laughs> and then Bandit comes out and the whole crowd erupts. I was literally like, where's the love for Chili? Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. But it was cute how much people love Bandit. Yes. They do love and then charlie's absolute favorite part was the ending that you were alluding to earlier oh yes with keepy uppy yes the game 
Yeah. So they play a great game of keepy uppy, and then they turn off the lights. And so the characters are playing keepy uppy in the dark, like in the background. And I was just the entire time that scene was happening, uh-huh. I was thinking, now I need to get a glow stick and put it in a <laughs> balloon because my child's gonna want to play keepy uppy in the dark. Uh, so after they do that, then they bring out these giant inflatable kind of like balloon things and they push them out into the audience uh-huh. and people can like hit them and bounce them around. Yeah. Well, the one thing is that parents, there's lots of children and parents. Parents obviously can reach up higher than children can. So there was a lot of times, not at the very beginning, but about a minute in, that parents would like gra- try to grab it mm-hmm. so that they can then hand it to their kid and have their kid hit it. Yes. Which, I mean, makes 100% sense. Um, it came over to our area and I hit it and it was right at the beginning and I didn't even think about it. But again, my son was sitting next to me. He couldn't reach it because yeah. obviously it's coming towards my head. You're taller. I'm sitting down and I just, if I put my arms up. You're going to pop it up. I'm going to pop it up like he has like inches and inches Mm -hmm. like lower than I am. Well, and Charlie was stressing she wasn't going to get to touch it. So thank you. You caught it and and held (laughs) it so that she could touch it. I did. And I was like, thank you, Sharon. They also had bubbles coming down from the ceiling. So my son ran up and was like all about the bubbles because he loves bubbles. And Mm. he did. He tried to get Charlie to go up with him. And she was very set on the actual like she was very much on the balloon. So I did grab it a little bit like when it came over. But then, of course, my son ran ran back up right as they were trying to collect them and wanted it as well. So luckily, one of the amazing workers, um, she actually had one of the balloons because she was trying to take it back up to the stage. Uh And I was like, Hunter, why don't you stand over here and I can bop you on the head? And I said it in a way where she could hear hear me. So she came over and she kind of like bopped it on both the kids' heads. And, you know, they could kind of do something because he was just like, oh, wait, wait, because there was a lot happening. But if you're sitting up higher, there's not even a remote chance that that's happening. Yeah. Because it literally was, I felt like they could have used more of them. Yeah. I was just in like the orchestra section. Yeah. It was kind of in the orchestra section, at least at ours. Yeah. Um, If they would have had more or if they would have also had some of the big balls, but then smaller, smaller balls as Mm -hmm. well, they could have probably gone a lot further. But there was a little I had a little bit of stress about the whole thing. Yeah. Because you could tell that there were parents trying to get it and like hitting it over there and the children wanting to touch it. Yeah. I was just like, it was a little oh. chaotic. I was like, okay. But the people I've run into, so obviously I post on social media, I was yeah. there. So I've had friends stop me and say, oh, I was there too or I saw this show or I saw that show. That's the one thing everyone comments on. I was like, oh my god, the keepy up at the end was so fun. Yep. So I feel like people had a lot of fun with it, even yeah. if it was a little chaotic. Yeah, and I think our kids we're good with it. They, yeah, they were. They were. Once Charlie got to touch it that one time, it was like, check the it mark. We're good. Yep. So afterwards, we left and we went outside. And for the VIP, the VIP thing, it was a separate line and it was kind of in like a back kind of side area. So I'm sure it's different at every single venue. But we went and we got in line. The kids were champs because it took like at least a half an hour. Yeah, we... It was like 40 minutes. We didn't go right outside afterwards. We didn't afterwards. rush out and find it. We did not. So by the time we got there, the line was a bit long. It was a bit yeah, long. Yeah, they were good. We were definitely towards the end of it. And it was a lot of fun. Like I, I figured it was me, Bluey, get a couple pictures. But when we actually went inside, 
they took so many pictures they really did they really did they did an amazing job they i mean she was just clicking away and we got pictures of just the kids with bluey we got pictures of us and the kids together Mm -hmm. we got pictures of just the two of us with bluey which was you know my main concern (laughs) i wanted like but they the kids were actually really excited and then we got this cute little gift bag afterwards and our gift bags had a pin in it that said i met bluey bluey's big play and then it had a character like a little figurine pack and then it had a little stuffed Chattermax. The Chattermax has been like the favorite. That said Bluey's Big Play on the back. And it was in a cute little bag that also had Bluey's Big Play. I didn't realize that we were like getting swag. Yeah. I just was Fancy. like, let's meet Bluey. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> so um, that part was really fun. And then the kids, you know, wanted to see what they each got. Yeah. And then afterwards, we let them run around for a little bit. And um, yeah, it was a really good day. It was a really good day. It's fun. Yeah. Yay. Thanks, Bluey Live Show. Yay, Bluey Live Show. So I mean, here's hopefully that they hopeful that they've kind of finished their tour, maybe do another one. I feel like it's been pretty successful. Yeah. I think the Orlando one, they originally had two shows and then they added one more. Yeah. Which is very Taylor Swift of them to do. <laughs> Um, but it was pr- it was pretty packed. Yeah, it was in there, um, and it was fun too. We had a couple of people comment on our shirts. They're like, "Oh, is that your podcast?" Yes, like, yes, it is. Yes, Thank it you is. for asking. You should definitely listen to it. Um, one of the ladies, I remember her saying, "Oh, my husband listens to these uh, this group of dads that does you know a bluey mm-hmm. podcast." I was like, "There's so many people that do a bluey podcast. You want me to name them? Like, <laughs> do you need a recommendation?" Like, if you want more Bluey, I have recommendations for you for all the people that you can listen to that talk about Bluey. So everybody, fun. Because everybody has, like, a different way of talking about it. Yeah. So fun. So, um, yeah. It all was, right. Cool. Good. It was It was great. Yeah. So, anything else you want to say about no, Bluey's I feel play? like we covered it. It was good. It was good. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah. yeah. I posted a couple of things. Um, I do. I still am planning to make a reel kind of like showing all the stuff that we did Mm -hmm. uh but it was a lot of fun i'm really happy that we went me too okay all right guys thanks for listening to this extra special bonus episode come back and make sure that you're subscribing to always get the newest content thanks bye Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it with your friends. Go online, rate the podcast, follow us to get the newest content drops right when they release. And of course, message us. You can find us on Instagram at for real life period pod, or you can send us an email at for real life period pod at gmail.com. Again, that's F O R R E A L. L-I-F-E period P-O-D.